I'm a veterinarian, sure, but I'm way more than that. I'm also a tango dancer, a struggling but determined pie maker, and a mom. With IndieVets, I get to choose when and where I work. I create my own schedule and choose shifts at nearby animal hospitals that are right for me. Having that flexibility is exactly what I need to have plenty of time for all those other things that I am. Because I'm more than just a vet. Visit IndieVets.com to learn more and apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit radio. Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and we're still coming to you from our broadcast center in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And for those of you joining us around the world are probably saying, well, where is Hamilton? We know where Canada is. Where's Hamilton? All right. On your map, you find Toronto, Ontario. It's on Lake Ontario. And then you find Niagara Falls, which is also on Lake Ontario. And smack dab in the middle is Hamilton. Now, you have to bear with me for a, for a second here, Exonation, um, because I've got to try and explain to you what we're doing here. My guest this hour is Stacy DeMarco. Now, she is in tomorrow, when it's actually today, and it's not springtime where Stacy is. It's getting into fall. Now, are you confused yet? Oh, darn it, you figured it out. That's right. Stacy is in Australia. And we're going to be talking about paganism, Wicca, and much more this hour. And first of all, Stacy, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Stacy. tell us a bit about yourself. Gosh, um, 
I live in Sydney, Australia, as you said. Um, I am what you would term a modern witch, um, which is a part of the pagan path. I'm an author. I take people on adventures all over the world, connecting them with nature. Um, I'm a pretty, I would say, a fairly ordinary person with an extraordinary belief system, probably. What drew you to paganism and Wicca or witchcraft? I'm sorry, I shouldn't assume that. Are you a witch or are you Wiccan? All right. Oh, great question to start with, Ron. You know, because there's a lot of um, a lot of misunderstanding yes. about what Wicca is and what witchcraft is and what paganism is. So, would it be useful if I kind of made some definitions um, about that, Rob? Let's do that. All right. So let's let's look at paganism because that's that's the easy one. That's the umbrella term. So mm-hmm. if you think about Christianity as being an umbrella term describing. Uh, faiths that believe in Christ. Mm-hmm. Paganism is an umbrella term for earth or nature honoring spirituality. So it, underneath that, it's massive if you think about it. So your First Nations people, for example, would be under that, indigenous practices of all kinds, you know, things like Druidism, animism, um, and then you've got all the shamanistic practices, yes, yeah. of course, and then you've got witchcraft under there. Okay, so witchcraft is an earth nature honoring spirituality. And then underneath paganism, underneath that witchcraft tradition, you have witches. Now, there are different kinds of witchcraft, different kinds of traditions, and Wicca is one of them. So you could be a witch and not Wiccan. But if you're Wiccan, you are a witch. All All right. And are you a witch or a Wiccan? I'm a witch. Okay. I, I, uh, I'm what you would call an eclectic solitary, which means I pick the the eyes out, I guess, it's like cherry picking mm-hmm. out of a lot of the traditions. Um, and and I, I have a special interest in, for example, the the Norse um, traditions as yes. well as, as the English traditions, obviously. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't describe myself as Wiccan, although I do use some of the Wiccan um uh, techniques in my practice. So are you a solitary practicing witch or are you a member of a coven? No, I'm not. So majority, and this is this is one of the wonderful kind of stereotypes or, or not so wonderful stereotypes, most witches these days would be mm-hmm. solitary practitioners, okay. meaning they, they practice solo. Um, then, of course, there are covens and there are People also don't necessarily call them covens. There's temples. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I was temple trained. So there was a particular um, an Artemistic coven or or temple that I was interested in based on uh, the goddess Artemis. And so I went through – that was one of my trainings, for example. But most witches would not belong to covens. You and I have to take our first break. Please stand by. Exo Nation, our guest at this hour – is uh, Stacy DeMarco, and uh, Stacy's website is themodernwitch.com. And Stacy and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. If you'd like to check out the, the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net, check out all the great programs we have 724 365 for you, the members of the Exxon Nation. And, of course, you can always send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs 
songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an eight-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. Stacy DeMarco is our special guest this hour, www.themodernwitch.com. Stacy, are more and more people entering the world of paganism? Yes. We have had uh, a huge increase in uh, America, Australia, Iceland, uh, and your own country. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a huge interest in paganism again. Um, and I say again because it is the oldest kind of uh, veneration of, of man on the planet. It's very old. Uh, it's so old we don't know how old it is. And I think the reason for that is is um, I, I think that the the big organized religions, mm-hmm. are, they're not – I think a lot of people are not um, really feeling that they're answering everything that they, they would want as a seeker. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are – are yearning for um, some sort of connection with, I, I think, the earth itself, something very simpler with a lot less dogma, and I and I think paganism, you know, answers that. And and also paganism is really inclusive. So we we take, you know, we have a little joke that you know we we take everyone, you know, that you know it's 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 there's no sort of rules and regulations that, you know, if you're gay we don't want you, or if you're a single mum we don't want you. There's, there's, there's none of that, that kind of um, restrictive dogma. So, um, you know, we have a, a very big, thriving community, in particular young, amongst the young people are coming into this, which is in the last sort of two years I've, I've never seen such interest. Why is it then throughout history witches have been the target of discrimination, witch hunts, uh, and and everything negative. Where did this yeah. where did this bum image come from? Yeah. Well, you know, the way I describe it when I'm teaching is, you know, mm. we've had a couple of thousand years of bad PR, right? Yeah. You know, it's really bad. Um, look, it, it's kind of simple. For, for a very long time, we didn't have bad PR. You know, uh, witchcraft, um, the pagan practices, that was the accepted way. Um mm. It was only until we had some monotheistic religions like Christianity come come over the top. And there's a, a great saying, and it's that the angels of one religion become the devils of another. So, you know, when there's a pressure to convert, when, you know, the powers that be say, all right, so, for example, in Europe, all right, well, now the religion is Christianity and, you know, we're going to go softly, softly at first. We're going to let you combine you know, both, because don't forget the pagans were the country dwellers. This religion, our faith came from the earth, came yeah. from the farmers, came from those sort of people. So it was, you know, Christianity came from the city. So at first it was like a city-country battle in a way. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't life or death. But after a while, you know, the pressure was that you converted or you died. And so there was a lot of 
um, negative publicity. Let's make this modern. You know, there was a lot of, you know, if, if a whole bunch of women met in someone's backyard, you know, in someone's field to try and get the, the plants growing, you know, her corn to rise, well, they would do this lovely old uh, ritual around the besom, the broom, and they would jump the broom to try and show the corn how high it was to grow. Very harmless, very beautiful. But, of course, um, from a distance it looked like the women were flying over the cornfields, right? So, therefore, you know, that was considered something that women would do at night to dance with the devil. And the the odd thing, you know, um, Rob, Christianity has a construct of the devil, right, of Satan. Yep. And we don't. So this idea that we dance with the devil or we are, you know, we're, we're in league with the devil, I get, you know, accused of, oh, you're all in league with the devil. You know, we, we, we don't even believe in the devil. So it it's, it's, was a combination of, of um, I, I guess, bad PR, um, this idea that, um, if if you were part of the old ways, therefore you were against the new ways. So therefore, against the new ways with Christianity meant you're you're you know you must be in league with the devil. And also, I mean, you you would know this. Anyone who has any kind of grasp of of European history knows that it was also very very convenient to um, accuse say, a single woman or a widowed woman with land of being a witch, because guess where that land went to. Yep. You know, it, it either went to the church or it went to the accuser. So, you know, there was there was pretty good uh, financial reasons to accuse your neighbor of witchcraft. And yet we know today that uh, some of the greatest organizations on this planet today who fight for, um, you know, Mother Earth, mm. including the people at Greenpeace, are Wiccans, mm. are witches. Uh- who respect Mother Earth and yes. the wonderment that she provides us because if, you know, Mother Earth sustains us. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have a, um, a very big kind of theme throughout our practice of mm-hmm. reciprocity that we get so much from the Earth. We, she gives us the air we breathe. She gives us our food, our water, you know, um, our sustenance in every way, our, our shelter, all those wonderful things. Yet in our society, we don't. We are very disconnected about how that happens now, mm. and so we we don't think about what we do. We litter. We put our garbage in the oceans. We, you know, this, this, sure. this, I don't need to tell you. So so in I, I have a very strong theme in my practice, and I'm an activist, as you know, and lots of other things. That it's very important as a pagan that I'm out there educating. That I'm out there going. All right. How about you connect with the earth again? How about you fall in love with what you've got? Uh, and therefore, there's less chance that you'll trash it. <laughs> you know? so, so there's a, a really high proportion of us that are, say, vegetarian or vegan. Mm-hmm. There's a high proportion that are you know, highly educated and, as you say, that are actually in um, jobs that are around activism or the helping professions. We even have a really high percentage of people that are in the military that are, that are pagan or, or uh, Wiccan, um, and that's this whole idea of the protection of others and the protection of the earth or the planet. Um, it's, it's a very strong theme that goes all the way through most traditions. But how do we keep protecting Mother Earth when we keep raping her? 
each and oh. every minute that yes. you know around the clock we rape mother earth of the of the nutrients we rape mother earth of the oil we we murder senselessly her creator her creatures i should say that she's created and this is and this is where I think if you are a practicing pagan, you know, mm-hmm. you're not just saying, "Oh, I'm dressing up in the cool witch outfit," yeah. you know, like, which, by the way, I don't do. Um, it 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 makes your lifestyle different naturally. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you know, I, I'm not out here to say everyone needs to have this particular lifestyle. What I'm here in, and and what I try and educate when I teach is that you need to be mindful of it. You need to understand what you're doing. That, you know, one of the key things I get students in the beginning to do is is to garden. And I know that sounds, you know, how, how is that connected? Actually putting your hands in the dirt and taking a seed and growing it and seeing how much effort and, yeah. you know, love has to go into you, um, you producing your food it actually makes people think, gosh, you know, I, I need to be giving back. It's this idea of reciprocity in, in a practical way, not just in this sort of dumb headspace. Um, that, you know, and, and, and yes, we are raping, we are pillaging. Yeah. You know, you're, the, the sort of the, the U.S. has just repealed a whole bunch of environmental laws, for example, which is, you know, horrifying, people still not thinking that global warming is real, you know, all those sort of things. For me uh, and a lot of pagans, we're like the time is over for us to pretend nothing is wrong, okay? The time is over for debating. We're just out there taking action. We're out there educating. We're out there doing, you know, just on a spiritual level, giving energy back to the earth, raising power ourselves and giving it back to the earth. And then on a really practical level, um, I have a, a non-for-profit, which we're, we're working with um, called Nature Luster. And that whole idea of that is, you know, you go out and you repair, right? So the idea is, you you know, you've got a, something that's damaged in your area, you, you know, you can replant, mm-hmm. you can re-nature it. Um, and that's, you know, we have small groups that go out there in Gorilla Garden. We have, you know, uh, it, it, it's not a big, doesn't have to be a big drama. You just go out there, you go to your council. I don't know how, you know, councils in other countries work, but in Australia, you know, we go out, we apply, we've got insurance, we say, hey, you know, um, this area here in the neighbourhood, it's looking pretty, pretty bad. You know, there's right. no trees. There's, you know, we're going to go out there and we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to re-nature it for you for free. Man, you know, I, I think put that, the big that... for free on there, and they, they little eyes glisten and their yeah. ears prick up. So you know, we can start small. You know, not everyone has the time or the inclination to be a an activist, but we can all do our own, you know, activities to give back to mother. I, I totally understand the the growing of of, of 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 plants from a seed. You know, this time of year, I've already got my little tomato seeds that have been planted, they're germinating, they're starting to grow, and then I transplant them into the backyard. And nothing gives me the biggest pleasure when I see that first little flower coming because I know that tomatoes are next. My wife thinks I'm nuts. I come in all dancing around. Look, we've got we're gonna have tomatoes. You know? No, you're not you're not nuts. You're a pagan. <laughs> you know look, it's really funny. Someone said to me the other day, how do you know you're pagan? 
And I said, well, look, you know, it's a, it is a label like anything else. But sure. I said, you know, if you get more connection and joy and love from nature and watching things grow yeah. and being in the ocean, you know, most surfers in my country, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, I don't, I, I'm not spiritual at all. But I'll tell you what, you see them in the ocean and you see the energy of the watermen out there doing what they do. And, you know, that's pagan. That's paganism. That's honoring the earth and everything we've got. And, you know, that joy that you have in seeing the little tomato yeah. flowers come up. I mean, that's the joy I have every day in going outside and connecting with nature. It's exactly the same. Wow. I must be pagan. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to call myself are, a pagan from now on. <laughs> and, and it's so funny. We talked about the other, uh, the other religious philosophies. And look how much paganism has actually been incorporated into Christmas. Well, we have Easter coming up. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, where, where do you think the Easter bunny came from and where do you think the eggs came from has nothing to do with, with the you know, resurrection of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there were things that were already in place before, you know, Easter was was put in at that time. So, you know, it's it's it, there's so much paganism in, in Christianity, but, you know, um, not everybody knows that. I think they know it, but they don't want to accept it. <laughs> well, it's that, again, we're talking about, you know, what is fact and what is, you know, faith, I suppose, or, or both. Yeah. You know, you only need to look at history. You only need to go, you know, talk to an archaeologist, you know, any archaeologist, and they'll, they'll give you the, yeah, the but, uh, unbroken line. But, history you know, yeah, lies. Yeah. History lies. The educational systems lie. Yes. You know, we, we, we somehow manipulate that that round peg to fit that square hole because we need to do it that way. So, you know, people still think that kids are still being taught that Christopher Columbus discovered the Americas. So, you know, that's just one example of how history lies. You and I have to take a break. Please stand by. Exonation, my guest this hour is Stacy DeMarco. Her website is themodernwitch.com. And Stacy and I will be back on the other side of this news break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, if you'd like to find out more about Stacy, her website is www.themodernwitch.com. And maybe you too, like me, are a pagan. Hmm. Food for thought. There's nothing wrong with helping Mother Nature and taking care of her because Mother Nature always takes care of us. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Dreams are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, StarWalkerVisions.com. Hey! 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. Stacy DeMarco is our special guest. Stacy is joining us from Sydney, Australia this morning or tonight or yesterday or tomorrow I, i've lost track um you know we were talking about paganism and if it wasn't for paganism and the their love for nature mother earth and, and their ability to to use what mother earth has provided us there'd be no pharmaceuticals gang you know the first naturopaths were pagans because they understood the connection the grounding and uh, Stacy, thank you so much for joining us today and helping us get this important message out there. Have you have you ever been victimized uh, by by people uh, or discriminated against because you are a, a witch? Yeah, look, it's. I mean, it, no one likes to talk about this stuff, but look, I'll say a, a couple of things. Okay. When I first became a witch, and I came from a very rational corporate background, mm-hmm. um, I had a, a I wrote a book. Uh, I became all of a sudden 
you know, I was out of the broom closet, as you, as, as we say. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so uh, all of a sudden people sort of knew me as a witch, you know, oh, there's that witch, you know, I got it because oh. you know, it was a seller, I was on TV and, you know, all that. Well, I got my garbage bin burnt. I got my house graffitied, um, and it just made me a lot more um, aware of my own privacy. And you know, I had to tighten all that up. Mm-hmm. Um, and but but still, and but that that I think over ten years of educating, and we do we try and do a lot of work in this country to try and break down those old stereotypes. That is that is eased off a little bit. Uh, however. Um, there's not a day goes by that I don't receive. I, I don't, there's no other way of putting it. Um, hate messages, um, uh, you know, via my social media network um, or just email from my website, and that is every single day. There's not a day that goes by. And normally, it, you know, some choice Bible quote or you know, like this, you know, big big deal about you know, I'm in league with the devil and you know, all of those sorts of things. And it, and you know, unfortunately, I. I would love to say that's going to change, mm-hmm. but it's so consistent, and I think people like that are extremists, and that's yep. never going. That's, that's their, you know, their paradigm, and I, I just don't think that's going to change. Um, but I, but I would say it is getting better because there are more of us out there. Uh, you, you know, we used to be very much underground, and the internet changed all of that. You know, when I, when I first started. Um, to try to go down this path, it was very secretive. It was really underground, and we didn't have internet to link us or anything like that. So you had to, you know, get off your backside and go and find people, right? And um, you know, or find books and then try and you know, educate yourself through that. Now it's as simple as you know, going to a website like mine or going to many other authors' websites that write about this stuff. Um, and you know, there's a lot of information available, much more. So, to me, if there's more information, hopefully people actually understand. They take the time to go. Oh, actually, they're not dancing with the devil under the moonlight. You know, eating babies and you know all those ridiculous things. But yes, yeah, certainly. Um, you know, I, I'm very. I say that I'm pagan first, which I am. Obviously, that's the umbrella term and, and that I identify as a witch. Um, but would I do, – do I feel the need to stand up in a – you know, when I first meet someone and say, oh, I'm a witch, when someone asks me what I am, I, I – you know, what do you do? I'm an author. Mm-hmm. Because it's still – and there's no shame about what I do, and I am a, I'm very, very out. Believe me, in my own country, everyone, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm known. But it's, it's, do I really want to have that conversation um, with somebody that really doesn't? There's no chance of me changing their mind or them having an open mind at all. Um, and when that happens, it's really sad. It's, it is. It's horrible, and you know, like I, I think the worst thing that's ever happened to me in those sort of things is. Is actually I was giving a lecture, mm-hmm. and I won't say where, but it was a very, you know, an educational institution, very public, and um, I, I was giving a lecture on mythology, would you believe, which is, you know, not necessarily about witchcraft or no. anything like that, and uh, I was in the middle of my 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 lecture, and you know, there's probably a couple of hundred people there, and then three or four people stood up and walked to the front, and then started telling me. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live, which is the line out of the Bible, and that I should get out. Get out of where? Get out, yeah, just stop. Stop. Ah. 
Yeah. Hey, listen, you, you know what? I have my own way of looking at the Bible and dealing yes. with these kind of people. And yeah. if you've got a second, I'd just like to tell it to you. Yes, please, yes. You know, like, here you've got a group of people, I call them Bible thumpers, yeah, yeah, who yeah. believe in a deity who claims to be the father of us all, who, when something doesn't go right with one of his children, he kills them. You know, he killed all the people in Sodom and Gomorrah. He killed everybody on earth except Noah and his family. He killed the Egyptians, which were, according to his book, his children. So why would anyone pray to a deity that kills instead of reasons and loves? Out of your out of your mouth, you know. It's it's. Look from from my point of view, mm-hmm. I, I often say I, you know, I quite like what Jesus has to say, but sure. I don't think that has a lot to do with Christianity. You know, like I I, I quite I, I I quite I you know mm-hmm. I said this to a lady the other day. I said I quite like your Jesus. I I know a lot about him, but yep. I I don't like um I don't like the fan club. You know what? And when you look at the Bible, the God of the Old Testament is totally different from the God of the New Testament. So who do you believe? Yeah, it's very different. Look, I I was brought up, you know, like a lot of witches, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we were educated as Christian, you know. So my, my, you know, I come from one side of my family is, is, you know, Irish Catholic, um, crazy Irish Catholic, you know. So I was brought up in the, you know, in the... um, Thankfully, in the Franciscan tradition, the most pagan of all, you know, um, I think, uh, traditions, yes. because, you know, um, St. Francis and St. Clair, you know, how can you, you know, the, the, his prayers, brother, son and sister moon, it started off with that. So I think there is some beautiful parts of of Christianity and, sure and some are. amazing tenets. Yep. But this, this, as you're saying, this very Old Testament, very rigid, um, dogmatic, harsh thing, you know, that 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 is possibly why, you know, they're losing so many people. Well, sure, you know, because it, the world is changing, but their, their, their story hasn't. Yes. There hasn't and been any plan, updated versions. Well, yeah. I mean, look, we, we are really proud in a way mm-hmm. of... Um, you know, we have great diversity. You know, I almost always nervous when I'm on a show like this because, you know, I, I don't, this is my view. You yeah. know, um, there is such a diverse range of pagans and diverse range of witch, witches, mm-hmm. and our diversity. Um, you know, you can follow many paths or you can follow one, and yeah. you know, it's all wonderful. But but it can also be our our weakness, this diversity, that. Um, when you look at something like Christianity, you know, people identify as Christians and therefore, you know, there's a strength in that. With us, it's it's very broad and, you know, people say, well, how come, you know, if, Christ- if, 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 sorry, if paganism was so strong, how come Christianity was able to go over the top? That's very simple. They, they, their marketing ploy was better. Exactly. You know? We're not... We're not interested in in being evangelical. Yeah. We don't knock on doors. You know, we 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 definitely don't knock on doors. You yeah. know, looking for, looking for people. But you know yeah. what I've noticed, and I you know I've had the pleasure of having many people 
who were pagans on the show, Wiccans oh, on the show, oh. witches on the show. And and I've also had members of other other uh, religious philosophies. And yes. I have never, ever in my life heard anyone, you know, I've never heard a pagan say, uh, you know, God, you know, thank God for this, or the devil made me do it. There's no, there's no good and evil deities. And you know what? When you look at this, it's my way of saying, all right, you're not a, you know, you're deflecting the guilt. You're deflecting your mistakes. You're not taking responsibility. And I've never heard a pagan use anything like that. Ownership of, okay, personal ownership. Like if, gosh, you know, I could be talking to you for days, Rob, you know, it's so exciting. But, but. When we, when we look at the very, well, I believe anyway, when we look at the very heart of, mm-hmm. of witchcraft, the, the kind of witchcraft that I think is, is powerful and empowering for people, it, it's a personal responsibility, a self-responsibility. It's sort of, you know, in a way like an extreme ownership of, mm-hmm. you know, all right, well, I did this, you know, I've got to find my part in it. Or, you know, there's a, a, a sort of very practical, magical part about, building yourself from the inside out and therefore you're not influenced as and you know by by people pressuring you or or you know the blame game yeah. like i when i when i hear you know i have clients and you know i hear someone going down the track of it's their fault it's their fault it's their fault the thing that we're taught to do is to bring it back well what was your part in it exactly you know, and sometimes, you know, in rare circumstances, there isn't. But, but still, you know, what, what can what can you control, right? What is, you know, there's things in the world that we can't control, and there's some things that we can. Mm-hmm. So let's let's look. Let's try and influence the things that we can. So what what do, what do pagans believe happens when when we die? Right. Well, the, here again, I'm going to go into the diversity of okay. it. So you know, if you're a Native American pagan, you know, you're obviously got a very different view than if you're um, you know, a druid or mm-hmm. an animist or something like that. From from witches' point of view, again, it's very broad. Some people believe, you know, that you like. I can tell you that the Norse, you know, the, the the people that follow a Norse path, they might say, well, you know, when I die, I'm going to Odin. You know, I'm going to Valhalla. Mm-hmm. You know, or I'm going to hell. You know, and hell doesn't mean H E double L. Hell means the goddess hell of the underworld. I'm going to go down there. And if you if you're uh, um, say you know you follow the the European um, you know of maybe the English or the British, you might think that you you go to a um, you know like a, a heaven. And I hate to use that word because it's mm-hmm. really not the word, but the afterlife and that you're reincarnated. Perhaps your soul comes back as something else. But again, you know, I, I really want to emphasize with your um, listeners is that this is such a broad, diverse path. And it depends on which path you go down, what you believe, you know. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of pagans that are, um, that go down a psychic development path that believe that, you know, in mediumship and things like that, that, that they can speak to the dead. Right. You know, the word, the word witch, for example, means weaver, weaver between the worlds. Hmm. So all of us tend to do work with, the underworld or yeah. the overworld, whichever way you would like to put to put it, um, you know, we we weave um, magic between the different planes of existence. 
Um, so, you know, for me, my personal practice, um, you know, it involves gods and goddesses, it involves animal energies, it involves very strongly earth energies. I mean, one of my, um, my, my oracle decks is, you know, looks at all the ley lines and, and places in the world that have those sort of energetic elemental powers. Um, I, you know, I find great energy can be had if you know how to tap into it in different places on earth. Um, so it, it, Again, I, you know, I hate to be vague. I hope I'm not being vague. But no, you're it's, not. It's just, yeah, it's very broad. You know, I've got I've got a friend who believes, you know, very much in the kind of afterlife. You mm-hmm. die, your soul goes to the next life. It hangs around there. It has a little contract about yeah. what it wants, and off it goes. You know, and then I have another friend who, who's kind of almost like an atheist witch who goes, yeah, you know what? I believe <laughs> in the scientific thing that energy never sort of, you know, never goes anywhere. Yeah. It gets transformed, and I believe that we die, and well, that's it. Our very special guest, Tracy DeMarco, will be back with me on the. I'm sorry, Stacy DeMarco will be back that's with me on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Hi, everyone. Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123ReadyTV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123ReadyTV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. 
We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Exonation, Stacy DeMarco is our very special guest this hour. She's joining us from Sydney, Australia, and her website is themodernwitch.com. First of all, uh, Stacy, thank you so much for joining us. A great pleasure having you here on the show. What do members of the pagan community think about Halloween and the way it's been commercialized? Mm. Well, I think, again, we've got probably two... Two groups of thought, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you my group of thought. I think it's awesome, okay? Because the more people talk about Halloween and the more they go out and practice it and, Mm -hmm. you know, go out there with their outfits and (laughs) trick-or-treat, which is very much part of the old tradition, and um, that that just takes away the fear of what we are and what we do, okay? And it's the one night of the year that I get to dress up, like, you know, with my big hat and my – my black dress and all the kids in the neighborhood know they've got a real witch and it's it's a great it's a great way for me to bust you know the stereotypes right um the other kind of thought around this is that um people have made it too commercial and they forget you know what it's really about Mm -hmm. which is you know this this idea of death being part of life and that we can laugh at death and we can honor our ancestors and all those wonderful things. So it just becomes this other night where everyone uh, hits the sugar and buys lots of candy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I think it's it's a I, I love Halloween. It yeah. is our witch's New Year. The traditional name for it is Samhain, um, and it's it's an extremely old festival. But I love it because it it you know I think death um, in particular is a taboo in our society. We medicalize death now. It's something to be hidden, um, whereas our ancestors' death was part of life. People died all the time in exactly. their houses. You know, yeah. um, we saw dead bodies all the time. You know, it was, it was you know, something that was just part of life. Right. 
So anything that can kind of get us into a conversation of talking about death or honouring that everyone's going to die and we shouldn't be frightened of it, I think that's a great thing. I've got a different way of looking at, at death Ooh, and life. Uh, I, you know, once again, maybe this is because I'm a pagan. I look at Mother Nature, and Mother Nature teaches us everything we need to know. There are four seasons. You've got the spring where the life starts. You've got the summer. You're in the prime of life. You've got the fall where you're kind of getting old, and then you've got the winter where you pass. But what happens? It doesn't stop there. It goes right around. And another way I look at life is that we're right now we're the caterpillar. And as we get ready to transform and go to our next level or our next reality, our next dimension, we enter the cocoon. And when we leave the cocoon, we're in a new environment. Or another way I like to look at life is that I just imagine a room filled with books on a bookcase. And right now, I'm in one of those books. And when I finish this life, I go into the next book. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, and, and look, our ancestors would mm -hmm. look at Halloween or Samhain at the time. It, don't forget, it's, it was in winter. It was very yeah. cold, coming into the death time. And they would look at their fields, and their fields would be empty, fallow yeah. at that time. Okay, so we see Halloween, the whole death thing, as the beginning. Yes, like it is, yeah. We start with death. Mm -hmm. We don't start with birth. We start, all right, we've got yeah. nothing. Isn't this great? We've got soil. We can plant what we want. Here it is. Isn't that exciting? Let's be curious about what's next. So it's a, a very different way of thinking about it. You know, I have a young student at the moment. It's like, how come our, our new year, which is new year, is Halloween? Like that's a really, you know, it's cold and horrible. And it's like, hang on. No, 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 no. This is the void. You're starting with nothing. And isn't that the most possible? There's so much opportunity and possibility in that, in that nothingness. You know, so then they get it. Oh, okay. We start, we start with a fallow field. You know, it's beautiful. How is a, a pagan burial different from, let's say, than a Christian burial? Well, gosh, it, you know, obviously there's none of the, the, the Christian um, dogma. You know, songs, dogma. You know, I don't want to use the <laughs> horrible word dogma, ritual. Let's call it that. It's a different, different set of rituals. Right. And again, you know, like, it depends on what kind of a pagan you are, but it's always a celebration. Mm -hmm. It's always an honoring of going back to the mother's arms, you know, going back to her womb. You know, um, the you know, someone said to me the other day, oh, you know, how do you want to be buried? And I, went, I want a Viking funeral. I want to be on the boat. I want someone to shoot the arrow. I want the, I want the flames. You know, like I, I, I want to, I want to go you know, in a, in a, in a fun way, you know, where people can, you know, honor if they feel like it, their experience, you know, that we had together as, as friends or family or whatever. But, right. you know, it really is for me about returning, returning to the mother. It, it seems that in today's society that the funeral is for the living and not yeah. celebrating the life of the one who's passing on and going to the next the next part of the journey. Yeah. Well, we have, depending on your tradition, mm -hmm. I mean, there is amazing rituals and beautiful ceremony. I mean, I went to a funeral a couple of years ago where if you imagine um, one of the symbols of the pagan path, you know, of the, of the witchcraft path is the spiral, of course, the yeah. goddess spiral, you know, going outwards. Well, everyone walked the spiral for this person inwards, 
you know. Mm-hmm. So so instead of being expanding, they were going back to the navel, to the umphalos, the, the Greek word for the, the the navel of the earth. So this person was going back, you know, the the opposite way to being born. You know, it was just very, very beautiful. And, and a lot of these traditions are actually taken, like that one was actually taken from a tradition from ancient Greece. So one of the one of the key things I say to people is if you're really interested in this path, if this is you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting, is that you you go to some of the old original source texts, you know, and they're very easily found on the internet now. Gosh, you know, I used to have to go to a library and order things in, and now you just do a Google search. But if you want to look at look at ancient Greek rituals, look at ancient you know um, Egyptian rituals, look at you know, there's there's so much that we have now. The the druid work, there's just so much there. So you know, if you if if you know someone you know who's looking for something different in you know a birth ritual, a death ritual, or any any kind mm-hmm. of rite of passage, paganism, I can tell you, has has fantastic rituals. I think when anybody thinks of the druids, they think of Stonehenge. Is there a Stonehenge in Australia? No, we, but we have the, um, our indigenous people are the oldest continual culture on the planet. So they're, they have a fantastic um, mythos, uh, a system of, of, uh, of, of what we call the dream time. Right. So, you know, it's uh, incredible and their artwork is amazing. Of course, I'm sure most people have seen sure. our Australian Aboriginal artwork. Um, and it's all, it's all earth orientated. It's all the animals are all, um, you know, the, the rainbow serpent who created mm-hmm. our, our, you know, Australia. So, you know, we are a little bit like Canada in the sense that, you know, we are a very multicultural country. Um, so we have just about everybody and everything. But if we look at our indigenous culture, um, there's some, they're very much to be um, proud of because it's, it's uh, as I said, the oldest continual culture with amazing oral tradition of storytelling. What are your final thoughts for the Exxon Nation tonight? What would you like to tell our listening audience around the world about paganism? Um, I, I think there's two things. One is I don't want you to be afraid of witches, of us. You know, paganism is a very broad church, so to speak, you know, right. and, and if anyone sort of would like a one-liner, I always say to someone, you know, look at that tree over there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I'm the same religion as that tree. You know, that, that's what it is. There's nothing to be afraid of. Um, and then the second thing is that please begin to rebuild your connection with the earth and do that in real ways. You know, many people are out there saying, oh, yes, I, I give energy back to the earth. I meditate for her. I do all those things. But you know what? We need to be out there right now. We need to be fighting for her. We need to be defending her. And, um, I think the step one of that is actually falling back in love with our birthright as humans, and that is as to be as part of, of the planet in, in a very real way. So, you know, even if you don't feel that you're pagan, the very fact that you are connecting with the planet and that you are gardening or that mm-hmm. you're out doing reciprocity work or you're, you know, that you, you're actually going out and doing and I you know I'm going to be very daring here Rob and say being civilly disobedient at times um to 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 protect the earth um please go out and do it 
you know, I fully, you know, I said I said this to to my uh, my teaching group the other night that I fully expect that I will be probably arrested at some stage in the next couple of years demonstrating against something, you know, and I think the more of us that that you know need to the more of us that really feel that way, you know, I I do feel feel with the we are the majority, you know, but we're just not out there, so. Um, yeah, and thank you for having me. Oh, it's my great pleasure. But why would they arrest you when they don't arrest other members of other religious philosophies? Well, yeah, look, I, I don't know how many Christians are out there right now yeah. demonstrating against, you know, oil fields and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But more and more mm. pagan people are because it's it's sort of breaking tenets that we hold very dear. So, uh, you know, like, you know, not protecting your local waterway or, you know, we recently had a very, um, a very uh, controversial thing in my country in Sydney where they chopped down 200-year-old trees oh. for no reason and they did it at night, uh, you know, at like 2 o'clock in the morning so the demonstrators had left for the night. So, you know, there's those sort of things are happening and more and more people are going, actually, this is not this is this can't happen anymore so and more and a lot of those people are discovering that they have a i guess a, a spiritual practice that doesn't fit into the mainstream and that they realize oh you know maybe sure maybe actually i'm pagan you know like oh you know listen you and i have to say so long for now my new pagan friend <laughs> and we'll have to have you back on thank you so much for being with us and thank you for what you and the other pagans are doing to help keep this beautiful planet of ours available for eons to come thank you so much exonation if you'd like to get more information on stacy visit her website themodernwitch.com my name is rob mcconnell this is the exon don't go away <laughs>